0: Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy, and you're listening to the Bra and the Brief. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking, and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom, and everything in between, the Bra and the Brief is about people and their passions. So, on to today's episode. Have you ever seen the
1: fair here? No. So. They don't call it a gala and in call it gala day. it's called the fair day. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I've always been coming at it as a child because my yeah. grands feed Bonnays. Uh-huh. So uh, the, I, the BBC came and did a oh, whole wow. program because it's the biggest children's festival in Europe. They, job. Honestly, they go all out. You, if you're interested in podcast stuff, you need to come to a podcast about the fair at some wow. point. Because so they it, like, bigger decorate incredible. the houses and all that. And... Arches are bigger than the houses. Like, oh. they, They go all. I, so if your daughter is crowned the queen, well, you right, can yeah. expect <laughs> a big financial burden coming your please way.
0: Please, don't. I mean, all the parents are like, please, do not pick her. And you, yeah, uh, I guess like everybody's just trying to not outdo do each other, but outdo. Oh, there are there's
1: prizes for like the best arch and all that. So yeah, person, the queen's yeah. is always like the, the grandest. <laughs> I know it's mad. Mental. So I yeah there that all go. goes on. Nice to be his
0: yeah. bonus. I think it is. Well, we're actually already recording. Oh, are we? You know? <laughs> this is how I like to start the podcast, right? You see? It's always a very candid a cash start, you know. I think you just get the nuggets of information that you didn't know. See, yeah, I've learned some already. One well, yes. is the place to be,
1: yeah. Right, fair, fair day, fair day, fair day, and and it's called the fair tune right now.
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with Amy Hawthorne, yes, singer. Extraordinaire.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, oh. And I already, kn- so I feel like I'm pure like fangirling you because I already knew you because I've seen you in the telly.
1: Oh yeah, gosh. <laughs>
0: you've been in the telly <laughs> and then all the other things that you've done. But yeah, that's yeah. when I knew you from. Mm. We have a lovely mutual friend. We do. Sarah. So yep. um, I'm in your lovely flat. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. It's gorgeous. Thanks. And um, I've got lots of questions, but probably my first one is uh, music. Yes. Have you always just had music in your life?
1: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it. I come from a particularly musical family, okay, cool. but lots of people in my family are musical. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. no, I'm the only person in my family that does music. My mum's sister was a song singer-songwriter back right. in the day, and my a lot of my cousins have got good voices. My mum's mm. got a good voice, you know, but no one's ever really went into music level, uh-huh. yeah so I but suppose is like a kind
0: of house party and everybody takes a ton kind of yeah, it has
1: been at some point definitely <laughs> when we all get together which is very rare as you know try to get families together um but yeah I suppose it's oh everyone in my family loves music right. you know like they're really into me more so probably my mum's side like they're just very music focused mm. so um I had a good musical education grown mm. up from them but different artists and singers and and but yeah, from a young age I was always in the choirs at school and the school plays, yes. and I was encouraged, to, you know, get up and do a turn at family events or so cool, any yeah. wedding that was happening. Go on, Amy, go on. It was always that. Celine on my heart <laughs> What's will go it? on. Was it you too? Oh my God, I'm that's really oh, yeah. My heart will go on.
0: Uh, uh, Shania
1: Twain from this moment. Okay, that was another one too. <laughs> Aye, totally. They must have been like number one for ages so, at some point. <laughs>
0: And what kind of music were you being exposed to in the house? Like What kind of music were your family
1: into? I was so eclectic, you know. Okay. My mum was probably into everything. George yeah. Michael to Elton John mm. to um, Kenny, Kenny G. Do you remember Kenny G? Yeah, you I can't... walked
0: down the aisle to a Kenny G song. Did you? Yes. Oh, my I gosh. Kenny. I saw Kenny G in concert. Oh, wow. Michael Bolton.
1: Oh, my mom'd be so jealous. Yeah,
0: totally. <laughs> I, I know, like you get some amount of slagging for liking Kenny G and Michael Bolton, but I know love but Michael Mother Bolton. Great. I went to see him a couple of years ago. Did you? Yeah, it oh. was uh, supported by Gabrielle. Oh, by the way and there were, It was awesome. It was such a good concert. Brian. I well, think I you're the first Kerry G album that. that was in her car. I remember she had a tape. to pick us up at high school, and she was either blasting like Michael <laughs> Bolton, Kenny G. <laughs> Maybe stuff that my dad was not listening to, basically.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's her secret guilty (laughs) pleasure in the car. Totally, yeah. Well, it sounds like her mum's would get on very well then.
0: so. So, yeah, she was
1: always playing Kenny G. And, uh, yeah, Celine Dion and, obviously, Whitney and Mariah. Like, she honestly listened to everyone. So, I got a good Mm. all-round kind of musical education, I suppose. And then my dad was very into 80s music, you know. So, uh, what was the one? Cars. What's, who's that? Gary Newman. Oh, Gary Newman. yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Loved how many, like madness and all these types of things. So, cool. So, yeah.
0: I had an eclectic mix indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So, and oh at goodness. school, was there loads of opportunity to perform and sing? And, you know, was that where you essentially found your voice, or was that already yeah. at home? People were like, you can sing.
1: Well, yeah, it was funny because I, I found out I could sing through my friends. Mm-hmm. So, I was at my friend's house. And we were, do you remember Cleopatra coming, coming at you?
0: <laughs> this is not the first time that Cleopatra has come up in the podcast. I right? it not? No, no. they were obviously That's
1: very not. instrumental in our youth. I think, yeah, I think it was very short lived, but it was yes. very concentrated. Made yeah, made an impact. <laughs> and we were singing that song and it got to my turn to sing. And uh-huh. and then so I blasted my bit out and mm. my two friends just were like, you, you can sing. So I was about eight at this point and I was like, yes. can I I'm like, aye. So I ran home and I was like, Dad, apparently I can sing. And he's like, all right, go then. And I saying and he could hear him, kind of see him mm-hmm. going, all right, aye, aye I you think can. you can. And um, so my family were great, actually, because from that point, they kind of made it very clear at the school, like Amy's quite into singing now and, mm-hmm. and uh, like money signs. <laughs> so I'm still my deal myself. So... Mr. Platt was our music teacher at school and he mm-hmm. was like really well known in our area because he was kind of, would go round all the schools and be the music teacher and he was yeah. hilarious, you okay. know, really good at working with kids and stuff. So he would always put plays on at the school mm-hmm. and he picked me to be a uh, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz I because mean, I had, role. dream role, exactly, right. it was my first starring role. <laughs> And uh, I think he picked me to be the Disney fairy, and Dis- oh we did a goodness. Disney play. Like he was just so good at putting plays on for mm. us, and and always encouraged me to do the big songs because I had the yeah, voice, obviously, voice. maybe to do it. And then he was you know, encouragement to be in the choir. So the school were like mm. totally instrumental at building my yeah, confidence at that really age.
0: That yeah,
1: yeah. And they really nurtured people with gifts, you know. That's and awesome. So it was good and then that carried on in high school. I mean you
0: find it quite natural just to get up and perform it. You weren't too nervous to
1: oh, I used to I used to hate it if I'm okay. honest. Like I, I loved singing but I used to hate being in a situation with family or friends, be like, mm-hmm. go and get up and sing. I know. But I felt like it was my choice. It was different. I wanted to go in for a competition. And they used to, I don't know if you remember, Freeport Shopping Village that yes. was outside Limston. Yes. It's like now abandoned and they use it as like zombie film sets and <laughs> stuff. Like, so, <laughs> it used to be a sing competition up there. And my mum took me up and it was an adult one. Right. and. I really wanted to enter it and I was like I know it's only adults mum but talk to them like see if they'll let me (laughs) enter I must have been about nine maybe yeah I was only just beginning to sing so she went up. She convinced them to let me really? enter, yes. and I came third in the adult no competition. And I, and I was like, yes. And then the next year they introduced a kids one. Okay. Oh, I just remember being so nervous. Like I, I was, I was a peer. So mm-hmm. if I was nervous, I was pee, pee 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 all the time, and I was always <laughs> back and forward to the toilet. And <laughs> but I don't do that now. I'm fine. Hey. <laughs> I've grown out nice. of the peer. <laughs> Good
0: to hear. Yeah. Then we would do books, Amy, for again. don't worry, she'll not run at each Exactly. No. Nope. <laughs> She's nailed that. <laughs> so, so was funny. it always your plan, like, obviously moving on to high school and then you're into just all these new subjects in high school, was music a thing for you mm-hmm. in high school as well, or?
1: Yeah, so um, everyone had to take it first, second year anyway, yeah. so I got into it, but it was, I think because it was in a structured classroom and you were doing a bit of everything I just wanted to sing, you know, that's all I wanted to do. So I wasn't too interested in all the other stuff. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, can I sing now, you know? Like, um, but you, they weren't really encouraging you to do that at that point. But there was a school choir. So I got involved in the school choir. And I, I remember having, I got given the lead to sing Silent Night at Christmas. And we all had to hold a candle. And I remember there was like 20 of us, and I was standing at the front with my candle, but there was 19 other people standing behind me with their candles. And the whole time singing, I just thought... I hope somebody doesn't set me on fire. Just actual kind of Aye, like was real... Aye, this obviously <laughs> just before the days. <laughs> I was just like... I was, like, I was like battery operated one. I know. And genuinely, just when it happened. I know. This was back in the days of like hairspray as well. I still <laughs> use hairspray. And I was like, I am going <laughs> to go boom and I think... mental. But it was fine. We got through it without it any love burns. <laughs> but, oh so but then in third and fourth year at high school, I couldn't take music. Because the way I wanted to take art and I wanted to take dance and all these things and I mm-hmm. and I couldn't fit music in, so in fifth year I had to crash higher. Wow. So and I and I did and you my, did it? the music teacher I had was phenomenal and I yeah. still so keep in touch with her to this oh, day. That's cool. She just lives actually in Lynlithgow, so we wow. keep in touch still. That's which is nice. And Hi. she was so good and I ended up getting my A and she got me through that to get my yeah. A. and but I was
0: just drawn to the, obviously the creative subjects like dance, yeah. the more Yeah, yeah, because
1: I was a dancer at school as well. I used to do point Mm. ballet and um, jazz and hip hop. Uh But I suppose that was more a hobby for me. I knew I wasn't Mm -hmm. going to go on to be a dancer, Mm -hmm. um, but I just loved it. Just loved being part of it. So, yeah. yeah. And then, but I kind of lost my confidence with singing over that time because I never, I wasn't doing music, and I got more into dance, I suppose. And then, partly what happened was, so most boys will lose their voice, Mm -hmm. you know, when their voice breaks. And which is quite unusual for a female, my voice broke um, wow. when I was about 15, 16. Right. and I just was like, nah, I can't, so I can't do completely it." Completely changed.
0: Completely the, changed. The, kind of sound of the tone. But
1: it probably didn't. In a lot of ways, it didn't change in the sense that I couldn't reach high notes anymore. But I convinced mm. myself I couldn't. And then um, I started going to singing lessons. My gran paid for me to go to singing nice. lessons, and then slowly but surely, I got my confidence back yeah. again. I don't think I ever lost it. Just something in my, my voice got a lot deeper, mm-hmm. but it didn't lose its range. But, but I'd convinced head, I was, myself. I like,
0: Changed massively.
1: Yeah, totally. Because so. you can
0: convince yourself of anything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially when you're a young person, I think you're just vulnerable mm-hmm. anyway. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of change happening in your body, yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, as a young person, just deciding that I didn't, I couldn't go and you know be active in front of anybody. As somebody oh, who danced straight up till I was eighteen, oh. and then just decided. Or oh, like I was just far too self conscious. Oh, looking back me. now, you're like, that's mental. That mental. You just told yourself a, an absolute lie. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, everybody will be looking at me and everybody will be talking about me, and it just oh, seems yeah. so so ridiculous now. But at the yep. time, you get something in your head.
1: That's your reality. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yep. it, you know, yep.
0: Like you, for me, you know, dance. I danced my whole life. You yeah. know, since I was a baby. Yeah. And to to think of me not moving, that's just nuts. Like you're yep. not singing. You I can't know. Imagine it. Something you were totally just want to do
1: exactly and i'm so mm. glad that i've got that back again yeah, yeah, you know because yeah. it could have went on for years mm. luckily it was just a very yeah, short, short some, period some of time
0: people out there that did sing in their youth or did something yeah. like dance or you mm-hmm. know a, you know drama or whatever and then they just there was a wee dip in confidence or something yeah. happened like yeah. a bit of stage fright or somebody had yeah. comment. you know these yeah. things can just be so damaging in your formative. You're
1: yeah, yeah, and you can convince, as you say, you mm. convince yourself, and that is what you truly believe. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what anybody says no. to him, And also, yeah. I think just
0: at that age as well, like what your pals are doing can yeah. quite often influence what you end up deciding.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I was very lucky with my peer group because um, we were all quite creative. So I, I had a lot of friends that were also in the same dance school as me and. My two best friends were artists, mm. you know, and my other best friend was a writer, and cool. you know, so we so were all, it. so they all got it, you yeah. know, and and we were quite good at all encouraging each other, and even when I did lose my confidence, I was like you should be doing this again, you should be doing it, mm. and uh, and then I did, you know, yeah. and it was only a very short period of time, but probably felt long at the time, Ooh. but looking back, it was maybe only about a year, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, very mm. fortunate. I just got my head straight back in the game. So after, after school, it.
0: you're like, I'm going to go and sing. Uh,
1: <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. So I did what a lot of creative people do and you go and get a job mm-hmm. um, because you think, I can't just go out and start singing okay. straight away. I left school on the Friday. I didn't make it quite through sixth year because okay. I just felt trapped in school. And I uh, started at Arnold Clark on the Monday as a service receptionist. Hated it. Absolutely. Hated it. Ended up getting fired from the job. Because I was so terrible at (laughs) it. After that, I just went from job to job. And then finally, I remember I was working in the Omni Centre in Spoons, Mm weatherspoons And the very thought of going into the job was making me greet. I was like, I can't go in. I just can't go in. And I finally forced myself to go in. And I just said to them, I can't come back here. Like, I'm done. And I went home. (laughs) And I was living with my boyfriend at the time. And I went... I've quit my job. <laughs> and he went, Right, uh, okay, um, why? And I says, Because I have to sing, like, I just have to. And it's now or never. He's like, mm. Right, uh, okay, so I'll just make sure the rent gets paid then. I was like, Right, you do that. I says, I'm going to go and <laughs> call go Yeah, I'm going to go and order a PA system and I'm going to go sing. Right. So I was like, totally broke for ages. Ah. <clears throat> Um, but bless him, you know, like he supported me as much as he could. And finally I got a gig and then I got another gig and another gig. But it was still pretty hard for mm. those. First, I would say, I've been doing it professionally since I was 18. So I'm 30 now. So 20, how long goes that? 12 years? Aye. Aye, 12 years ago. So the first, I would say, good seven of those were a struggle. Mm. Like a total struggle. It's not as easy as it is now. Okay. Totally not as easy. What do
0: you
1: think's changed? The easiness of access to things on the internet mm. so I remember when I was needing maybe say like backing tracks I'd have to go into the shop and pay like about 15 pound just to get 10 God, yeah. backing tracks from the one artist you know yes. couldn't it be like 10 different tracks it was 10 10 tracks we went there like so it was be like, hey. quite
0: selective about what kind of music you're singing then? yeah yeah, yeah. completely
1: selective but you used to have to like get cds and then convert them like in mini disc and then <laughs> Get like a mini disc player and no, set that up. I used up. to
0: Humphrey, the biggest CD collection in the world, I started like teaching dance. Yeah. I used to carry this big bag of CDs with me. <laughs> I've still got it. It's a pure riot. It's <laughs> right? Have, like CD singles and albums and you'd maybe mm. only use one track. And the Spotify thing's one of those kind mm-hmm. of because obviously artists yeah. need to be getting paid. yeah. Um, so I, I guess I get it. But as yeah. somebody who works in the arts who needs a lot of music, I'm like... I'll pay my ten in the month. Oh, we'll totally.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's mm. definitely a pro to Spotify. I mean, you've got unlimited access yeah. to music. But yeah, the con is yeah. that artists aren't getting paid mm. the same kind of money. But as I think as an artist myself, we just have to accept that now. That's the way music is going. People only make money from touring now, you know, that's... I, I've
0: that's, had this conversation a couple of times in the podcast. I mm-hmm. Things have just massively massively changed like yep. you know I was several times about like even grew up having like finals and mm-hmm. you would study the sleeve and you'd get the l- lyrics even in like yeah. a cd or whatever I mean like you're younger than me but it like even the cds had like lyrics in them like you were just yeah engrossed with the whole thing mm-hmm. and the artwork and you'd maybe get a postcard I in it or whatever. and now it's just everyone's online yeah and yeah artists are having to get themselves out there to make yeah. money. Yeah, and that personal like, touch oh, comes so from... they like, expensive. Oh, they're so you know, ridiculous.
1: But, uh, yeah. yeah. They're just so expensive. And live music...
0: Is the best. Genre, yeah, like, I mean, There's none better than that. You can but yeah, it. it's
1: like yeah. Some some of us have to be a bit picky and choosy about what we got to see. I know. It's so expensive. It's nuts. Yeah. I mean, we went see Space Girls in summer. Did you? I was How amazing. This <laughs> night of my life. Loved, it? loved it. it. And those tickets weren't too bad. They were yeah. seventy-seven quid. we mm. were not bad. But you know, if you wanted to get like a good seat oh. near the stage, or you want to just get the inner circle next mm. to stage, you're talking a hundred and fifty. Yeah. Like who can afford it's that? Papers, you know, like it really is. to like every few months go and yeah. see someone different. You know, yeah, you just absolutely. can't. You've got to pick yeah, if you're one or two. Music fan I'm,
0: and you want to be going. Yeah. to see gigs. it's a bit of a commitment money wise. Totally. And yeah. And what yeah. kind of gigs were you getting? And looking at early days, what kind of stuff were you? you yes.
1: Yeah, so, so mostly pub gigs. Mm-hmm. There was this pub in a medal bank I used to play called the hop, skip and jump and it's still it's there called like. the hoppy and they I just remember like that is where I earned my keep like mm. it was just a built a thick skin fit. it like it was it was such an education because <laughs> it was a great wee place yeah. but the characters in it were unreal Can so I imagine? Like, get used to heckling and get used to like people you know just like shouting and and over song. the top of your songs and coming up beside you and putting their arms around you while you're trying to sing and all this kind of thing nothing bad ever Whoa, happened but it no. was just a good place to Better learn. aye totally own <laughs> <laughs> I really really like paid my dues in the early days and it was mostly pups like that you know uh, just all around Edinburgh even my slow they had but then I started to get calls from people maybe doing the Bathgate Music Festival. And be like, do you want to come in yeah. and do a set of jazz for half an hour mm. while people are in the lunch hall? And so I would do that, but it was like a focused mm. gig, so they would all be sitting yeah. listening to you. Yeah. And then I'd maybe be getting offers through that from other theatres in Glasgow. Do you want to come through and do a cabaret-style thing for an hour for us? So I just started to make contacts, you know, and... Getting myself slightly nicer gig time to time, and then maybe getting offered to do the odd wedding, and and then Mm. but it just still was never enough to sustain me. It It was just never enough, so I used to always have to have a part time job alongside of it, Mm. which was a total nightmare at times because gigging is this end of the day, Uh like seven till two Mm. in the morning sometimes, and then I was having to get up at maybe seven in the morning to go and go another job. And I was, and obviously I was young enough to do it, yeah. so it was fine. He just got on with, I, got on yeah, with it, but I just every time I was in the job, I was like desperate to get back out uh-huh. and singing. And be looking forward to that next gig, yeah. and then I was just longing for the day where I could give the job up. Uh-huh. it's so nice to be at that point.
0: That's lovely
1: to look back. I'm glad you, I went through all yeah, that because yeah. yeah. it makes you appreciate, appreciate so much more. Definitely, that's
0: right. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you say, just dealing with people. All walks of life, <laughs> and that, that's life skills. In that exactly kind of by that of gigs, you still get things tricky situations that you oh. need to negotiate and things that come up
1: all and, the time. Aye, yeah, I mean,
0: that's even just you learning the business of working, yeah, in, in the music industry. Yeah, and that—that that is the music industry that is. from the, the ground up. Do you know, mm-hmm. and there's I'm guessing there's still people, well known names, that are still having to do gigs that oh. they're
1: like. Oh, that it's they just maybe don't want to do. Care. I think even more so. I think I've got more choice over what I do at this level mm. than, say, maybe Louis Capaldi's got at mm. his level. You know, because he will be governed by management and yeah. labels. And he's doing amazing. Oh, yes. But he's probably right. still being told, you need to go perform you, you, here, we you, need uh, to do uh, this. Whereas uh, I don't have anyone doing that no, to me. No, you have I've,
0: full con- creative control and control of your... Schedule, I guess. Yes, yeah, so completely. It, was it? Was there a
1: goal? Is there a goal? Like, yeah. So, I, I suppose when I was at school, all I wanted to do was gig. That's yeah. that was the goal. Was to gig full time. Yeah. And now that I've I got that goal a few years ago, I'm like, right. Like, the goal now is to get signed. Okay. And that's the goal because mm-hmm. I don't think I could have got signed at sixteen, seventeen, and had the skills to deal with it mm-hmm. um, whereas now I feel like I've been through everything life could have thrown at me in the music business yeah. and that if I was offered a deal now and know exactly what I want, what terms I wanted and how I wanted to go about it and what my style is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it takes you years to find your own style of course. and if someone has got a style from a young age that's usually been given to them. You know, you're going to be in this pocket, and I never wanted to be in a pocket. I wanted to explore all musical styles, and being a session singer all these years has allowed me to do that. Mm You know, I've tried funk, and I've tried blues and jazz, and all different styles. So now that I'm through all that, I feel like yeah I know what I want my sound mm-hmm. to be if I were to be signed That's, and have so. you
0: always been the kind of front
1: women so I have generally always been the front mm-hmm. lead singer yeah. because even if I was doing session work for other bands it was as the lead singer covering for their singer um, I have done some backing vocal work before mm. on certain projects and stuff and I kind of like that too mm-hmm. You know, because I like working in really close harmony with other singers too I yeah. love that but yeah where I'm more comfortable is being up front taking the lead melody mm. on all these songs that's what I've been used to and that's what I would yes. like to go forward doing but I'm always open to doing these little oh, yeah. other projects as well just doing backing and vocals and things and sometimes slipping into the background is nice because <laughs> it gives you a break <laughs> totally. from totally. the like, kind of pressure of being yeah. that front person yeah.
0: and as well as the gigs that you're cutting your teeth what have what been the highlight gigs? what ones gonna step out stand out for you? you're like oh, that was awesome
1: yeah, so there's there's a few actually. Um, you know, I I do a lot of legion work. So as you mm, probably know, um yeah. So because I'm the Legion Scotland sweetheart, I get to go round and sing at all these amazing venues, and and the Caird Hall in Dundee is one that always sticks out. Um, I did that three years in a mm, row. It's
0: a beautiful venue. It's absolutely stunning.
1: Stunning. It's, they don't build them so like grand, that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a proper concert mm. hall, and and when you're on stage singing. And you've got the sound system there as well, and the yeah. acoustics are already amazing. Absolutely. And you've got the sound system just blast you, you know. And so one of the highlights was when I did my Vera Lynn tribute there, and uh, Vera Lynn found out about it, and she wrote to me what? and said like, "Good luck with it, and thank you so much." It was the the year of her 100th That's birthday amazing. yeah it was amazing it was so good I yes. only did we like about 15-20 awesome. minutes tribute to her yeah. as part of the festival mm. but um, it was just so poignant because she just turned 100 it Jeez, was like 100 um, years from the end of the first world war goodness, I think it was that year. Eh? And, I just remember it being such a poignant year, and and loving the tribute. You know, that's it was amazing. It was really cool. So that's today. That's lovely. Yeah, You're absolutely very touched. Yeah, How did yeah. You do that? That's amazing. I know. I was. I would love to meet her actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's 102 now. That era of music. Yeah. Is that something that you enjoy singing?
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Aye, because um, I always say it's music that was written for singers. You know, mm. like music now. Um, it's very rare that a song will come out that you think, oh, that melody is beautiful. And it's mostly about the beat or the electronic sounds or... Yeah, like the hook. Yeah, the hook, yeah. the catchy hook. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very simple and it's not always melodically beautiful. And whereas you listen to a lot of these songs back from when Vera Lynn sang and Anne Shelton and Grace Fields. All these songs are melodically beautiful. And whenever you sing them, people sing along and that's a sign of a great tune because... Like it's written so well that even you guys can uh, sing along with me. It's mm-hmm. And it brain. sticks yeah, yeah, in your it brain. There. And the words, like mm. writing words that that lyrics were so poetic and cleverly written. Yeah. Whereas now words are just I just I don't know. I'm not slaying everybody in the music industry no. now, but I just feel like words are just flung in to be catchy. They're not written with clever intent sometimes mm. and you know. And for so you,
0: music- you're such a love of music. Yeah. It's not just about singing something that's going to pull in a crowd. It, it, yeah. You know, it is the story. Yeah, completely. The words and, it and the is the story. And everything coming together like that. You know, everything that makes a really good song.
1: Yeah, because if you sing classic, it... Classic. Yeah, because if you sing a song with all right words, mm. it's not going to make an impact. Yeah. But if you're singing... Uh, one of my favorite songs to sing is a nightingale Sang in Berkeley Square, mm-hmm. and the words in that are just so amazing. Yeah. And when and it's such a slow ballad song, when you sing it, you can really draw people in with the words alone. Yeah. You know, music
0: takes people mm-hmm. back to times and 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 takes them out of times. And, yeah. and we've all seen these videos on YouTube where people mm-hmm. listen to music and being. Kind of, basically come alive through music. Me too. It's a powerful tool, it really is. It really is, yeah. And and it's, to be able to implement that the way you do that is a special job in itself. Oh, you know? it's so
1: rewarding. Mm. So, as you'll know, like yeah. it's, it's just so rewarding and just to see that it works better than any other drug out there in the market, you know, yeah. music is the yeah. most... Simplest form of triggering memories and Mm. taking you back to a time that you really remember, and and then after that, even people with dementia, they become more animated and they remember stories from that time, you know, and they can start chit chatting about things Mm. for ages Uh after they've just been triggered from music. It's just incredible. So yeah, it's really, really rewarding to see some veterans just sing along with you, and and it totally makes their day, you know.
0: And I guess performing out on your own Mm -hmm. a lot of the time then going to sing with a band yeah you've got other people to
1: bounce off of I much prefer being with my band or any band you know because I just think it just sounds better you know and and B you have this camaraderie you know between y'all and like
0: when you get the gigs where you're like what
1: is this all about I should get somebody turning what is this all about oh and they they're very well used to be moaning (laughs) about stuff and they can just tell if I'm not going to be happy about something you know something happens and they all kind of look at me nervously I'm like oh Oh, man I need I know (laughs) when you've been through so many years of like rubbish Mm. and you just you do, you learn to cut the bullshit in yeah, a lot of ways, totally. you know, um, you're just like, I've had enough, I've come across your sort before,
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> and I'm not taking that, like, I know what you're about. uh uh-huh. So jog on, mate. Like yeah. Danny, talk rubbish You're to me. You
0: do a professional job. Mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting
1: certain standards. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And you just get to the point where like, <laughs> I don't know if it's an age thing as well, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna see what I want, and they're <laughs> gonna listen You're to bad me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't feel I'm gonna take a step back. Like. Are you the spokesperson for the group, I'm I am. Funnily enough, yeah. I'm the boss. soft, <laughs> but it's true. Like I'm like, alright person with the only set of balls in this group I'll set forward and deal with don't you worry boys I'm on it <laughs> so you're in a band with all males all males right, yeah. okay. mm-hmm. which obviously are mutual friends yes. Sarah white her doves. partner's one of them yes. yeah the white doves and
0: I've heard you Not live, unfortunately. I've seen you online. You guys are awesome.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's good fun. It's really good So it's predominantly kind of private events that you do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's mostly all private events. Mm. We do the odd kind of public gig at Finnegan's Week in Edinburgh. Cool. Um, But we, yeah, it's mostly weddings and corporate events. Mm. And this time of year, it'll be all kind of Christmas staff parties and things. But yeah, so it's it's nice, you know, that's, I I always call it kind of the bread and butter work, you know. Yeah. We do upwards of maybe like. 80 to 90 weddings a year Jeez, so we right, busy aye. busy but that's that's our kind of income for yeah. everyone that keeps everyone mm. going you know and then in between that you get to do all your other your thing. other kind of yeah, creative work nice. and your yeah maybe like your solo stuff and yeah. session work and studio work and things that's like that that's nice to have mm-hmm. the,
0: the mix like yeah. you say you know, you're working with a band you get that camaraderie, you get yeah. buzz off other people but you also get to go and do your own thing because I guess the, the music that you need to be playing for weddings and yeah. proper gigs maybe it isn't necessarily just only the stuff you would want to be singing no
1: exactly yeah. it's, it's very you've, you're singing a bit from every genre mm. to keep everyone happy yes. and, and a lot of the time our set list is it's very much the same because um, we, we have a tried and tested set list that we know gets works. people up yeah. and we know it well, works That's
0: the thing, like working at an event, you know it works so you know it's like yeah, saying to the organiser like, listen yeah. I know what's going to work for your your crowd or whatever yeah. yeah
1: you know even when a couple comes to they're like we like this music and I'm like that's great mm. but you're catering for 150 Aye. people at Bals your might wedding I'll like it or right yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> like, going to invite your auntie who's like yeah. 92 or whatever she <laughs> might not <laughs> like it she, she might uh, want <laughs> a slosh you didn't want a slosh but she'll love a slosh so we're gonna have to do. Fair, I
0: did veto a couple of uh, songs at my wedding. Oh, yeah. I said to the band, like, I don't want you to play. What did you veto? Um, I vetoed um, Amazed.
1: Oh, by Lone Star. Yep. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Brown Eyed Girl, not because I don't think it's a good song, it is. It's just, in my opinion, overplayed. Overplayed.
1: Oh, I, I so agree. I was a bit like, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like Stuck in the Middle of You and Brown Eyed Girl are yeah. like, my. I'll set this one out. <laughs> I do why I dance it's enough. I'm going to yeah. go to the toilet I know the bar yeah exactly no bad songs, awesome songs clearly yeah always a party goer, but yeah no. oh everyone's got, got songs with yeah. VO. Oh,
1: the one we get all the time is don't play simply the best because aye oh, right, right. <laughs> people obviously can't behave themselves so we're like yeah, no worries does not know that it's related I know and it's a cracking song <laughs> I crack- love this song but I oh gosh and sometimes the proclaimers can cause the same problem yes. Oh, and we were playing played a wedding me. once, and they hadn't they said anything, but mm. g- generally at the end of every wedding, we do 500 miles. Yes. Of course. because well, it's, like, it's like the
0: like, kind of Caledonia or something, Yeah. Mean, like, there's always that like, kind the of,
1: of. the Scottish part in the night, yes. isn't it? Like, it's going to be in there at some Aye. point. And they didn't, you know, usually if there's a strong feeling there, they'll say beforehand, please don't play please this song. So, we played yeah. 500 miles as normal, and all oh, the boys on the floor, oh. boo! They'll Good start job. booing, and I was like, oh gosh, here ah. we go. And I was like, keep playing. <laughs> I'm I was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, we're not stopping this because the bride's looking around and she's like, oh my gosh. Like She was like, shocked. Yourself, Aye. I was like, can sake. you imagine bringing football into uh, somebody's wedding How Jeez. disrespectful. Oh. So uh, we just played through. I was like, nah, take <laughs> your stupid football nonsense somewhere else. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and do you write
0: music at
1: all? I do. So I'm Ay. writing loads at the moment. Because um, cause I have a secret project. I know, I know. I know. It means
0: we can do a follow-up podcast one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Because I will be able to talk about it at yes. some point. Yeah, I've got a secret project going on at the moment. And all I can say is that it's a a possible mm-hmm. new TV show. And that's about it. <laughs> so, so we've been doing a wee bit of filming. I can see it. you on
0: telly because your personality oh. is just,
1: Electric. Oh, thank you're,
0: you. I mean, you're absolutely beautiful, so you're oh, definitely TV worthy. Oh, but Yeah, oh, I could totally, see you. So whatever it is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know. But whatever it is, I can totally see you
1: oh. doing TV
0: work, definitely. Oh, that's good. Because you just, and you obviously are passionate about what you do. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just obviously love
1: it. Yeah, oh, I totally love it. That's the thing. I could talk and talk and talk and <sighs> talk about it all day. And I just feel like it's really important, even in Scotland, there's so much talent in Scotland. It's unreal. Yeah. Like even just to use Lewis Capaldi as an example, yeah. but he is one of mm. thousands yeah. doing that same thing, trying to make it. And there does seem to be a wee bit of a glass ceiling in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I'm so passionate about it because I'm like anybody can make it with the right contacts yeah. and the right. Because it's not about how hard you work. 'Cause everybody works damn hard. Uh-huh. And you could have done your first gig and got signed, you uh-huh, know. That or you could it. do gigs for ten years uh-huh. and then finally get signed. You could gig your whole life and never get signed. Yeah. It's about who you know in the no, contact.
0: Unfortunately I yeah, It is really because yeah. it's not
1: it's not the days of scouts coming into bars anymore no. and going, Oh, they they're uh-huh. special, let's go talk to them. Um doesn't happen. No. Doesn't happen. So no. Either you're going on a show on TV to try and get noticed, which I did earlier yeah, this, year. Yeah. And was that
0: just this year. Was that
1: just this year? So I recorded it last year. It was uh-huh. in October last wow. year, but it didn't get aired until February. Right. So that yeah, was the voice. That was the voice. How was that experience? It was the most incredible experience. It really was because it was like something I suppose that I've always wanted to do but never thought I would get to do it. Okay. Because I've been trying since I was 16. Mm-hmm. I tried X-Factor. So, interesting story. Leon Jackson, mm-hmm. um, who was X-Factor when yeah. I, me and him were really good friends growing okay, up. Right. And still to this day, yeah, still comes around for his dinner and stuff. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he went on to win the show that year. Yeah. But we we drove through together for the auditions. Wow. And he was like, how long an audition if you audition? So we went through. I got knocked back at the first hurdle. And then he... Went on to bloody win the show. Like, I honestly couldn't believe it. It was You're nuts. Like, you wouldn't even audition. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. It's just so crazy. So, like, I'd been trying since I was 16 to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I tried X to twice, The Voice twice, and I'd even applied for other shows down the line, I can't remember what they were, but I tried everything, you know, and, yeah. and it wasn't because I was desperate to be on TV, I just wanted to be noticed, you know, yeah. I just wanted to maybe try and get a contact and try... Yeah, it's another
0: way in. Another it's, way in. Yeah, it's another avenue you've not went down, that's understandable. Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I gave up on it for a long time, right. I was like, screw them, <laughs> if they don't want me, I'll just do my <laughs> own thing, whatever, and it, my view on reality TV really got skewed, and I was yeah. like, nah, nah, I just... And then I was actually scouted to do The Voice yes. all these years later. Right, okay, even though you turned me down twice before, <laughs> Keanu- <laughs> I'll go to the first audition and I'll just yeah. see what yeah. happens, right? But they were very keen from the first audition and I thought, it, and it was because it was scouted, you mm-hmm. know? They knew what I was about before I got there. And by this point I'd built my profiles on social media and I had my following and I knew what I was about. So I felt much more comfortable going into it. Yeah. When I look back to my sixteen year old self, thought, do you know what? Everything happens for a reason. I probably wasn't mentally set up yeah. to do yeah. a show at that age, was probably enough. a good thing. Yeah. Whereas I was like twenty nine when mm-hmm. I did the show mm-hmm. and at the point we're taking no bullshit anymore and you know, I'm like, right, let's go for it. Yeah. So so I did. And then before I knew it, I was getting offered the blind audition and mm. it was just so surreal because I thought, wow, this is all these years since my yeah. 16-year-old self, I've been hoping for a chance like this. But I was I was in a great mentality about it all because I thought, well, if it doesn't work out, you just come back to doing exactly what you're yeah, doing now. Good,
0: exposure.
1: And you already love yeah. what you're doing right now, so it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, it not a really good price. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just
0: whatever pathway is going to... Right
1: for me. Yeah, totally. And I was so fortunate with my experience because I um, i didn't get through, as you know. And the support from have, Scotland... Thank Sorry. you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you <know. laughs> Everyone says this. They, all, they get so mad, you know. Yeah. Like, like, honestly. It's kind of one of those bittersweet things because I thought... Um, I didn't have full control over the song I wanted to sing, so... These I, are things that
0: people just don't know. They just silly. don't know. I mean, I guess there's probably people who are still watching The Voice. No disrespect to them. You yeah. think that you're coming in and you've no sang for them, do you?
1: I know, I you know. You've seen all those producers and
0: all that, and yeah. you've been scouted. People if they've not been exposed to that world they probably don't realize what's no involved idea.
1: yeah, yeah cuz they they think it's just as simple as in a video. yeah yeah you, you turn up <laughs> uh-huh. and do a quick addition and then you're on yeah, that stage it's it's so it was sad. 6 months Jeez. before i even got out on that stage, yeah. and for those six months, they're flying up and down for rehearsals, flying up and down for meetings, mm-hmm. flying up and down for s- coaching lessons, flying uh-huh. up and down for psychological assessments, and all these kind of yeah, things. Yeah. You know, which is a great thing that yeah, they have. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a great Aye, thing so they have.
0: There's a process there before yeah. you
1: even like say, yeah, you say. you even get out. Yeah, it's just like by the time you get out. This I remember. <laughs> do absolutely- you <laughs> I know. Something about something I know. <laughs> so much work. <laughs> And that's the good thing because I did get loads of work Great, it. So that's that was work then, didn't it? I, oh, I, I feel like I came out literally singing from this experience because <laughs> it was probably the best scenario I didn't get through, and then the support from Scotland was unreal. Mm. Like, I remember waking up the next day and, after it was aired and I saw this article, and the sun had been sent to me, Jeez. and it said, scots fans raging <laughs> now, you know it was a scottish headline when raging. you're saying raging, raging. and it, it, like scots beauty getting turned Yay. down i was like oh i'm getting called a beauty that's good <laughs> there was this big article i was like where's all this coming face so i went on it, twitter and saw these tweets from people like what the hell like <laughs> how did she get through before her and then she didn't get through and blah blah like they were just like it was all support great. and it was lovely I think you know? we're quite
0: good at that in Scotland we are we, we, we get behind our own we look know, behind special our talent, talent you know what I mean yeah like, totally you know, we're a bit the underdog so it's like come on Yeah, I know. we deserve our place too at the table like,
1: so it was great because I just came out feeling all this love and support great. from everybody and I was like cool everyone thought I did a great job
0: Brilliant. I feel I, I no did a good vibes. job. I, you're not having to do any rubbish press or nonsense. Yeah, or, yeah,
1: exactly. And there was nothing bad. I didn't get trolled. You know? I mm. didn't get people sending me nasty I did so you? so lucky. Look, I'm
0: just out of interest. Did you look for any negative stuff? All the time. Yeah, because <laughs> I've had this conversation with other people about like, seeking out. The yeah. Negative, like, oh, there must be any mm. negative.
1: I know, because they told us at The Voice. They said, mm-hmm. don't go looking. Um, but I knew I was mentally... Stable yeah, enough cool. to handle it, Great. and do you know what? I find it hilarious when people say something bad because it's just like, it's just because it makes me laugh to think you've actually sat down thought about this and written something negative. Yeah. Like that's more reflecting badly on you yeah. than it is on me. So mm. the worst thing I think I saw about myself was someone just put under my audition but it was, and I was like. Oh. <laughs>
0: It's not, it's not good, but it's not mean bad either. No, <laughs> bad. exactly, it was indifferent.
1: indifferent, exactly, I can take indifference, it's fine. <laughs> I was like... That's the thing, you're not
0: going to beat everybody's cup of you can't Exactly. Can I, I mean, I don't hear people on these programmes and go... I wouldn't necessarily buy their stuff. Aye. Their voice is maybe not speaking to me, mm-hmm. but they can sing. Yeah. What, do you know what I mean? Like, Aye, you you're not going to
1: sit down like, and write something nasty, are uh-huh, you? Exactly. Yeah, like,
0: the, you deserve to be up there because you can hold a tune, you can sing. It's
1: just not your you know, thing. It's not your yeah, thing. Exactly. the
0: music they're singing or whatever, do you know what I mean? Totally. But I guess you need to be the whole package as well. Yeah. There's that whole yeah, image thing. Of course. And your personality, which you mm. are. You've oh, got thank all, you. You've definitely got it all in. <laughs> oh, um, I get the impression you're just being you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. never met you, but I
0: just get... The vibe I'm getting is, this is
1: just you. This is just me, yeah. I Like, I think when you... As you say, you're grown up a wee bit and you, you're always trying to find out who you are and what pocket you fit into and blah, blah. But I think I've always been quite comfortable. I've always been a bit of a hippie at heart. Like, I used to always perform in my bare feet. On the voice, I was in my bare feet. Yes, yeah, you were, that? Yeah. right. Yeah, I don't... Um, For, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, I just like to be very comfortable. I don't mm. like to because I was very strict about my wardrobe choice as well. I was like, I, I says, I can't be in anything. I can't be in heels. I can't be in too tight fit, and I need to be flowy. I need to be. It's
0: about the voice. Yeah, it's it's, about about me. I just need to be totally like I'll do my thing. Yeah, that'll be be totally authentic.
1: Yes, I'm always in a long flowy dress of some sort, and that's how I'm comfortable, you know. And so yeah, like certain other events, I can get dressed up in heels and whatever, but but generally I like to be very comfortable. So Mm -hmm. I am. I try and just stay very authentic to who I am, and who I am is talking to people like you. You know, you you like chatting to people, and I'm Mm -hmm. intrigued about their story. And yeah. I think that's why I love my my veteran position so much yes. because I love hearing the stories and they just and did they, that
0: come from the Voice the program did that so
1: no I was open? the vet, I was the Legion Scotland sweetheart and yeah, this is my fourth year now so Jeez, I was right. doing that about three years before I Goodness, did the Voice brilliant. yeah but what came from the Voice was which I loved about the edit they done they really focused in on the veteran part mm-hmm. and they gave Legion Scotland their place great and I thought well, you know what if anything good has come of that it's got much more awareness yes. for the work that Legion Scotland do mm. and um, that was I was really chuffed yeah, about that Yeah, that was
0: lovely.
1: and as a result I got cruise ships getting in touch saying we'd love you to come on for a week mm. and you know and just perform I'd like
0: to go on a cruise ship for a week that'd oh, be nice just fly in yeah, do your thing yeah go. fly you back off do at sea no
1: no just, hey, um, so you just I did that in yes. May and I'm doing it over Christmas again ah, yeah. so yeah so in this time they said you can bring a guest so it's for me for my gran and I said, what, what are you doing for Christmas? She, it was so funny. She, went, she went, well, I might fly down and see your auntie Karen. Um, And I said, all right. And she went, why? And I said, well, I'm going on a cruise. She went, ask her that. I can see Karen any time. <laughs> when we go, <going, laughs> I said. <laughs> How lovely. I are a grand Aye. So, You're a good lassie.
0: So yeah. oh, Where are you so, going? Do you,
1: what, what kind of
0: cruise is it? So
1: it goes from, we fly into Cadiz mm-hmm. and then... It goes around like the Canadian Islands nice. and all that, so it was apparently like, supposed to be quite nice that time of year. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, so and is that part of
0: the cabaret? Like, is that you know? So yeah, I just do kind of thing? one
1: show one night and then one show another night, so right. two shows over the seven days, and then and I is just that fly like back. The
0: rest of the kind of show team. All oh, right, your no, thing?
1: just do my own thing. Oh yeah, learn these. No, just do your yeah, thing. Just learn my own songs that Amazing. I want to do and go on, and yeah, That's my grand gets a free cruise in it. <laughs> She's, she's laughing I know so it'll be really good yeah see it's yeah. paid off I know she invested the yeah. young that's it <laughs> get the lessons singing lessons, lessons. That's, <laughs> exactly that is lovely yeah. so it'll be really very good And again, get another adventure for you aye you just yeah. never know what
0: comes through all these things I guess you no. just need to be open yeah to just going aye and not being like oh that's you know beyond you know b- below me or beyond me yeah type thing that canal you know, I've done these kind of gigs or oh I couldn't you do that aye. just be open
1: exactly just be open yeah. to all yeah because the worst you can say is, no, I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. you know? But you just have to, or you try it and you don't like it, you don't yeah. have to do it again. Like but yeah, you, say you know it.
0: yourself really well now, you're an age yeah. where and you've, you've had so much experience. Yeah. You've had the gigs where you're like, well, I'd, I'd
1: rather not have to go back there if I didn't <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, there's, like, because you do have to learn to strip it back because I, I am the world's worst, and you'll probably know this from being kind of self-employed as mm-hmm. well. You take on everything because that those early days of not having enough work yeah, the fear never leave you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like, it sticks in your brain and you think, I have to say yes to every single yeah. guy because I don't know if next month's going to be the same. Um, but I know that I've got enough job security now that I don't Please. need to be doing that, but I need to train my brain out of always saying it's yes right, to everything. Uh-huh. I was the world's worst that I'll go i've got a book in that day and someone would get in touch say oh can you perform at this thing and if it worked timings wise i would go through that event over to that event and then maybe go on a third event okay. at night and it was getting to like monday morning and i was done yeah. like i just couldn't function i was asleep for about two three days straight mm-hmm. and i was like i need to stop doing this you know because it's not healthy no and i don't need to be doing it yeah. you know so well, I, could- I
0: think it's your voice you need to protect that as well and over
1: singing yeah. i would imagine it's not great it's not great after years of singing you do build up stamina mm-hmm. but even I have a limit sometimes I've done 10 gigs in a row and I can't speak the next day and it's just because it's exhausted yeah, yeah I've started stripping back going why am I doing this this wee gig yeah, like but it doesn't I, I make don't make need to be doing same. that know, like, every gig's
0: nice I right? mean mm-hmm. but like if it's not totally making your soul sing you're like do I need to be doing this exactly give was, somebody else the gig yeah yeah it's where I was maybe 10 years, years ago. ago 10 years ago Aye, yeah uh-huh. exactly
1: yeah so and then just, I
0: guess if you're just a sure thing and people just love what you do mm-hmm. and they're so appreciative then you feel bad it's Exactly. Like to say no and yeah, yeah you don't totally like letting
1: it. people down that's the yeah. thing I am a people pleaser people if
0: you do a good job like even like in my line of work like teaching and stuff like people are very loyal and mm-hmm. you feel bad having to say no can't or whatever you know yep. um, but of yeah but it's like self-preservation as well isn't it oh
1: totally yeah if so you want to keep doing this writing. for another 10-20 years mm. yeah you've got to think ahead
0: uh-huh. uh, and yeah. then I, I, we kind of touched on about the, the writing what kind of, what kind of style of music Music, you, cause obviously, you've sang so many genres of you know, music. What yeah. is your writing style like, and how do you what's your creative process?
1: Yeah, so there's like there's two sides to that because I, I feel like my voice is very much suited to certain types of songs, so mm-hmm. um, ballad type songs, mm-hmm. maybe evocastic in a style, yep. or maybe some slower songs by the Eagles or a uh, you know some a James ballads, some stuff that's quite soulful but ballady. Yeah. I think that's where my voice sits most comfortable mm-hmm. and and I kinda like the lower registers in my voice a lot. Yep. But over the last few years I have been known for being this belter of a mm-hmm. singer and as much as I think I love doing that, it probably doesn't showcase my voice in the best light. Mm-hmm. People always compliment me the most on when I'm doing something mid to kind of high range and that's just showing off all the different little qualities in your Mm. voice and that's mostly stuff by Eva Cassidy or these kind of older soul singers like Eva, eh, eh, James and Aretha Franklin and Mm. people like that but my love is in soul and funk (laughs) so that involves a lot of kind of like James Brown and uh, you know but I'm trying to get more into the the soul funk kind of side of some more modern day artists. So, I don't know if you've heard of like Emily King or Wolf Peck. Emily
0: King, that name rings a bell.
1: Yeah, she's great. You yeah. I need mean, to look her up. She's yeah. got this song called Distance and it's okay. absolutely amazing. And that's very much the style I can see myself getting into. It's mm. very, very kind of intimate, uh, stripped back, acousticy, but soulful and pretty and, you know, nice. just a wee bit more. Because my big influences are people like Nora Jones. And Nora Jones isn't a belter yeah. of a singer, she's very intimate. Oh. But
0: that- Album that one that
1: went Come like, away with yes. me. Yeah. Oh. Every song. So good. Aye. I know. And that's like that was her very first album, and it's yeah. It's probably the jazziest. Well, maybe not the jazziest album she ever had, but it was mm. jazziest album she'd ever had up until she brought out her latest one. And okay. then, and she's very much got back to her jazz roots mm. again. And it's lovely, you know. And, and she's all, she's experimented with every style in between. She was mm. even like in a female punk band. All right. As well, cause like. Little boots or pussing boots or something like something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. But but it's amazing if you look at yeah. It's just like,
0: assume that these people have just always sang what the song you know what I mean. But they yeah. they have been experimenting over the years before they made it bigger, whatever. You know. Absolutely, to find yeah. Out, like you say, what your sound is. What
1: your sound is, and I think yeah. you, you are capable of having two or three different yeah, sounds that yeah. you love. And I think that's what's a shame sometimes is artists do have to be pocketed into genres. Even when you're uploading a song to Spotify or iTunes, actually, what genres and yeah. it's like. I don't know. It's kind of a bit of that and a bit like of that, so and many songs that came before it. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, listening
0: like, I'm listening to this,
1: and i to that, yeah. And you don't even know what genre it fits yeah. in it sometimes, but you kind of have to, have put, to it put it put into it in one, pocket. and then then that'll appear in those kind of genre mm-hmm. playlists, and you think, oh, it's just so limiting sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, so I think I think my ch- my style is always evolving, but soul, soul and blues and funk mm-hmm. is definitely where I'm happy where I write but my process for writing I suppose is I have a book like this full of lyrics yes. like it's so thick and um, and it's all half finished you know mm-hmm. it's just starts of songs and, and I've got a whole list of Melodies on my phone that yeah. I keep recording, and I always come up with my best ideas in the shower. So, <laughs> like know, it sounds so cliche. Good acoustics. <laughs> totally. I was in the shower and I'm coming up with like bassline riffs, or I'm like, oh, that's a cool melody line. And is this just
0: using your voice, just singing away yourself? Yeah, just Not singing usually, away. Like an instrument or anything?
1: To, no, so I yeah. don't really play. That's mm. that's always kind of been one downfall. I, I, is it a downfall? I don't know, but I feel like personally it's a bit of a downfall because I. I should have stuck to guitar and piano when I was younger. I started it, but I was my focus was always on singing. I was really? like, just what I sing, just what I sing.
0: Well, if you can communicate, yeah, to a, to a musician, this is what I you to play. Mm. Then, well, this you is know, it, if yeah. You start collaborating and writing stuff with other people, then as long as you can communicate the, the sound that you want them to
1: make,
0: then yeah, it's fine. yeah. <laughs> Somebody
1: uh, can play it for you. Definitely, <laughs> you and I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, that's where my kind of strengths lies: the melody. I love coming up with the melody and lyrics, um, and then after that, it's kind of like the the creativeness of coming up with the cover, and you know, mm. thinking of um, different ways to market it, and and then venues to gig in, and and, and that's where all my strengths lie. With some musicians can't be bothered with all that, yes. you know, yeah. and that they just don't. Give the notes, play it. That's I just, it. I, we I, just want to know what we're playing, uh-huh. and that that suits me because mm. I'm like, this is the melody. You just come up with some chords to match that, mm. and and so I do. I work with a lot of musicians that, are, that just love doing that anyway great. and they love producing and coming yeah. up with different sounds for it so it's, it's a really nice partnership uh-huh. and um, I get to do all the stuff that I'm great at and I leave them to what they're great yes. at and it works works yeah. well you so know? have you
0: recorded any of your
1: own work? I have in the past uh-huh. I've I've got about four songs on Spotify yeah. and iTunes and all mm. that um, but I, I feel like none of it's the work that I really want to be showcased got you. I feel like all these years has been leading up to a point to where point. I'm finally gonna release something mm-hmm. that is very true of who I am. Nice. And yeah, it's probably maybe a good thing that I've held off all this time because I feel I feel like when I do bring it out, it's gonna be like top dollar and totally good. authentic.
0: Because you're putting your
1: you're putting you out there. Yeah, and a lot of songs are quite personal, you mm. know. You're writing about personal experiences, yeah. and and maybe not everyone can fully translate what they're about sometimes, but but you know what they're about. And yes. You're scared that people might figure out what they're about and you're like, don't, oh gosh.
0: Don't get it twisted, it's not about you. I know, I know. But it is about you. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Your name's said very quietly at the end of the song. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> backwards. I I it's backwards.
0: I love Well,
1: that is yeah. exciting. Yeah. I feel like I've got you like a like, very exciting time. Yeah, it is, it is. And I feel like it is an exciting time because it, I've done all these years of work and I've got all the contacts now mm. and I've got, you know, a whole index of people that if I want to do something, I can call somebody up and they could be, be able to help me with it or put me in touch with somebody that can. And I just feel like opportunities are flooding in and it seems to have, you know, have been running up this hill for such a and you're just almost at the top. And I feel like anything is possible at the moment. Mm. Not saying that I'm going to get signed in the next year, but I feel like it's, Within reach from now more than great. ever, and I think you know if it never exactly happened, it would never. Yeah, and yeah. if it were to happen at this point, in my life would be very happy. If it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. that's fine too. I've like you get made a nice
0: cruise. You yeah, sign in, you know, foreign lands. You get to meet new people. Exactly. It's all part of like. I guess it's just being present in those moments yeah. and going. This mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, and we'll see what happens
1: next. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah.
0: It's, it's it's important to have a dream. Uh it's important to be always working towards something towards
1: something absolutely yeah whether it's an album whether it's trying to get signed whether it's travelling more or touring or doing a show yeah Yeah, like there's always so many options I think that's what's hard about music is it's hard to focus it down to one specific thing, and there's always yes. a hundred. Am I a
0: recording artist? Am I a gigging artist? Am I yeah, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Can to be a jack of all trades.
1: Of all trades, and yeah. And a
0: master of them all too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, god! I think you've paid your dues. You're definitely
1: yeah you're working <laughs> definitely. Yeah, hopefully That's just exciting. on and upwards. I feel yeah.
0: like in maybe like a year's time or two years time we might do like another wedding. it'll be like yeah. Like, let's see what happens.
1: Absolutely, That's I know. Yeah, because this this point next year whatever this secret thing that I've got going on hopefully should have happened by then That's so exciting. so yeah we can maybe catch well, whatever up whatever
0: it is that. I wish you all the best with it. thank
1: you very we much we are moving
0: on to what we call the thingamabobs I didn't tell you about this
1: oh no you never
0: these are just to get to know you more so it's on the okay. spot Yeah. But
1: it's
0: whatever comes out just, it's just the psychology of it all okay so um, all right. my first question to you is which band past or present mm-hmm. would you want to
1: sing with? Fleetwood Mac.
0: Oh, good choice. Yes. Are you Are good at the <laughs> questions? Nae pause. Nay pause. I'll just say that for the purposes of that I haven't had to edit out a pause. There, you've been on it. Yes,
1: on Oh, it. yes. They'd be great. Yeah. You'd I love high. Stevie Nicks, so. You'd be there. I'd be there. I
0: could see you're long fluid. Right. Yeah. You'd be right in there. You'd just I'd slot be. right in. Definitely. Um... Best gig you've ever been to? I know you'd said you went to see the Spice Girls, but I'm sure you've been to see other. Was (sighs) that the best gig ever or have you been to other
1: gigs? Oh, best gig I've ever been to. Mm. Oh, well, at this point in time, I would have Uh, to say the best gig I've ever been to probably was the first time I saw Nora Jones and that was in Manchester. Yes, she doesn't come to the UK very often. No. But it was the first time I'd seen one of my idols live and I cried the whole way through it. Because <laughs> I couldn't believe it was happening. That's amazing. Yeah, loved it.
0: Um, can you finish this sentence? Okay. I have always wanted to...
1: <gasps> mm, go to Japan. Oh, really? Yes.
0: For any particular
1: reason? Well, as you might see, I like Japanese. Yes, I love this.
0: <laughs> Is it a screening? And it's like,
1: an it's like a dressing screen, so it folds yeah. right out. So oh, neat! it's
0: beautiful.
1: It's beautiful, and I need to get it valued at some point because we found it in a charity shop. Brilliant! Because like, my auntie lives above one, and she saw it coming in. She was like, Amy, That is the dream actually a charity <laughs> shop. That's like my favourite <laughs> thing <about. laughs> She's bought so much stuff Amidious. and she got a full piano in her, in her dining room. As soon as it comes in, she's like, hey, eh, can you keep that for me? That's amazing. <laughs> That's actually the dream I would love that. I know. You make amazing that stuff in it. beautiful though. It's beautiful. I just love Japanese art. My full... Back is covered in Japanese tattoos. Yeah, oh no. See, this
0: is the thing of a boobs and the joint.
1: Did not know that? <laughs> there you go. It's actually quite similar to that painting up there. So it's oh, wow. it's a lot of mountains yeah. at the top, and then the water comes down, and you've got the flowers and the koi fish, and there's a girl sitting on a rock in the middle. I drew it myself, and then the tattoo artist helped me kind of That's refine amazing. it all. I just love Japanese art, mm. and so I'd love to go to Japan to see it all kind oh, of firsthand. Really?
0: Yes. Yeah. Favourite childhood meal?
1: Oh, macaroni cheese. Yes. Right. I or love a, it. A
0: tin or like somebody making
1: it? No, oh, homemade. Oh, My right. granddad used to make it with mustard in it. Oh, oh, amazing. You ever had it with mustard? No, I have not. Oh, you've not lived. Right, okay. Make your normal macaroni cheese and just put a spoonful of mustard into the sauce and stir it into your pasta. Right. Brilliant. Oh, so good. Sounds so, it. Mm-hmm. Loving it. And the
0: last question that I ask everybody in the podcast is... What
1: is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? Oh, <laughs> oh, there's so much. Well, my my best friend would probably tell you that th- my favourite phrase to uh-huh. say is well, it's fun, yell, yeah, no goodbye, yeah." Don good says one. every time she hears that phrase, she thinks of me, so I must say it quite a lot. <laughs> but I truly believe it, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Favorite Scottish word. Mm. I really like the word "clarity" because I think it's it's so descriptive <laughs> isn't
0: it Isn't like
1: mock it aye yeah yes. there's so many words for dirty aye clarity, mock it like clarity <laughs> eh, <minion. laughs> No, there's so many words for dirty I love it all those words and mm. I like slavering or havering or <laughs> Egypt Egypt's so descriptive I know so many Egypt's you know I could <laughs> that whole <laughs> Egypt list <laughs> and you're writing songs about them left right exactly yep <laughs> I wonder what what's Egypt it backwards? <laughs> T G. T Gee? that will be the end of a lot of my songs. Nice. Like T G.
0: <laughs> Listen, this has been a total joy. Thanks Thank so you. much. Aww. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. With your very
1: secret project.
0: Oh I'm I'm I know. For you. And yes. uh, and you're cruising with your granny. Oh, it'll
1: be so fun. I know. What's your gran's name? Aileen. Aileen. So she's already oh, packed though. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Honestly she's oh, on me She's gonna like, get you have your
0: captain's the and I look oh down.
1: yes, I know. She was showing Did me th- you get
0: invited to the captain's table? Oh yes. I did last time for did lunch you? and
1: yeah, it was not what I expected at all. But uh, <laughs> he was telling me all these like drills that they have to go through for terrorist attacks and that oh, scared goodness. the life out of me. <laughs> and we're like crossing the Atlantic as well and he's like, Do you know do you know there's like two or three days at the Atlantic where we're completely on our own, Amy? There's no way help can reach us and I'm like, Why is he telling me this? I don't really <laughs> want to know well. I know. <laughs> An interesting lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a lovely day, Mia
0: Granite. Thank I'll you. Look forward to hearing the stories about their yes. adventures and
1: you come back. Lots more to come. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks,
0: Thank everybody. you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Brawn and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my
1: wonderful guests. Bye for now.